This episode of Turning This Car Around is brought to you by Automatic Labs, the company behind the award-winning connected car adapter and mobile apps, and they've recently announced License Plus, a service to help newly licensed teens master driving skills with the support of a coach. We'll tell you more about them later, but if you just can't wait, go to automatic.com slash TTCA. That's automatic.com slash TTCA. Anyway, I'm John Maltz. I'm Lex Friedman. I'm John Armstrong. Welcome to the topics version of whatever. Turning this car around. (laughs) (laughs) That's what people tune in for, man. When they tune us in on the radio dial, it's for our intros. Mm. Mm. I think that's it. And then they just, you know, <laughs> done. And they turn just out. <laughs> yeah. What, right. When they turn that it was... off, why does it make the Skype hang up sound? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a fair question. It's a fair question. Like, I listen to podcasts via Skype. <laughs> <laughs> I have a school. friend play them <laughs> and hold them up to a microphone. <laughs> I call somebody else. I don't know how to get podcasts. Yeah. So <laughs> I call Buddy technology. on Skype. <laughs> Tell him to I, push play. He plays them for me. It's a service. Maybe that's podcasting as a service. Is yeah. that uh, like delivering the podcasts right to you? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Fast cast. Sort of like uh, fast. Yeah. Okay. And fast, it's, um, yeah. We'll, 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 uh, we'll workshop that name. We'll workshop it. It's good. Sure, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, so Lex, what are we yeah. ta- talking about today? Today, we're talking about the things we judge other parents for. <laughs> um. I'll start okay. everything. Yeah. <laughs> Let's start with the stuff that I judge you guys for. Okay, yeah. go. <laughs> no, I, um, I, I definitely, ju- I mean, I won't even let my kids be around the anti-vaxxer parents, kids. Like just for oh, that. Well, that's, that's probably good. Cause they're probably rife with disease. <laughs> exactly. Probably carriers. <laughs> I call them the Ebola families. Typhoid Marys. Mm-hmm. Ebola Jones. <laughs> Uh, for soup uh but so yeah i have a hard time with the anti-vaxxers although i have to say i've never actually met in that i know of in person an anti-vaccine oh i know anti-vaxxers Ooh, do they go to yeah i don't know no they don't go to our school but uh i i dated some in college i dated two different girls that became anti-vaxxers was that even a thing back then oh became them right became them now that they have kids they're like living on hippie farm communes of their own devising it's wrong it's oh it's terrible they're also mormon just throwing that out there john uh i Ooh, de- wow. denounce them now i'm denouncing them <laughs> officially uh also i break um, with thee i break with thee i yeah. break with thee yeah i'm there's a garment rending happening over here <laughs> man he really does have that that gate set high doesn't he yeah you yeah, can't he hear that garment rending at all any of it that's the, audio, it's nice. it's a, that's the audio professionalism I bring to the show. <laughs> All garment rending has been removed. <laughs> the um, the next thing is, and I think I've talked about this family before, but obviously I can't name them. But, you know, I have friends whom we will they not They live in a farm. And, they don't listen to podcasts, right? Different friends, different friends. <laughs> oh. But, and they will not, I will not go out to restaurants with their family because their kids oh, are yeah. so bad at restaurants. Oh, the jungle, the jungle people. Yes. The mult, the mults. <laughs> It's hard for yours to be as bad because there's hey. only the one. Like this is two kids torturing each other and running around chasing each other. Yeah, yeah. No, like, he doesn't. can't do all that. No, he doesn't. He's not that bad. I'm, he's a messy. He's a bit of a messy eater still. At yeah, 10, that doesn't bother. But me. um, but he's he's pretty well behaved other than that. Okay, I'm just gonna out myself here for a second. So please, when 
Me Finally. and a girlfriend. <laughs> what? Oh, different kind of outing, I guess. <laughs> oh, okay. sorry. Uh, I'm hetero still. Uh, <laughs> my, when my girlfriend and I have all the kids together. There's to- a total of six of us. And if we're not careful, we can turn into that family. The girls, like, they, like, spiral up into um, funnel clouds and debris <laughs> fields start. I've not seen a cow been thrown or a vehicle, but it's possible. So wow. we try to get to them before it gets to the, the funnel cloud stage when it's just swirling. It's like, okay, that's enough. Let's bring it down. But I've, I've been very close to being that family, Lex. And because I, I judge that family, I'm, you know, aware, like, oh, wait, uh, time but to bring I'm not it down. Gonna, I'm not suggesting that the Friedman children are always perfect at every restaurant. I'm simply saying that, you know, if, if right. every time you go out, your kids are freaking monsters. It's all, well, that's the thing. It's all relative, right? Yeah. I mean, you know. <laughs> what about? You always judge the people who are worse. Than you. What about? Even if it's just, even if it's just a little. <laughs> always, always. I mean, I judge me too um so what about speaking of monsters what about the kids who break your toys oh, like break my, your my toys or the other uh, well, your toys. kids yours or your because because if they break my Star toys Wars we're figures? gonna have or yeah exactly <laughs> all, my, all, my lost in, all, all my lost in space robots mm-hmm. oh man mm-hmm. uh, well i so many lost uh, again this is so this is me recapping all the people i've complained about on this show in history but like i think of all the people uh th- those that family whose kids uh broke all my pool toys i hate those people now wait did oh, we get a wow. recap of that? I don't think we got a re. I don't no, think that was ever no, I, addressed. I thought we talked about it because mm-hmm. I was asking you guys familiar. if I if I'm allowed to. Like I said, that I decided I'm not going to tell my friends. Hey, remember when your kids kept jumping on our pool toys outside of the pool, and we all kept telling them not to do that, but your kids kept doing it. Now they're all you know incapable of holding air. <laughs> they're no longer which pool makes, toys, which makes inflatable pool toys way less interesting. Yeah, they, they're great drowning toys, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Explains that what happened to that one kid. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Lex, this may be early in the episode to bring this up. Okay. Have any of your children's friends seen Brian or played with him or broken him? I knew knew we weren't going to get through this episode. In any way touched. It had been a a while since we mentioned Brian. It's kind of a time for a Brian update. I think that really is what I'm getting at. (laughs) Um, If they did, they would die. (laughs) <laughs> particularly no. particularly the anti-vaxxers <laughs> yeah <that's, laughs> there's all kinds of lex germ on that thing but um no i i don't know where it is I, I i'm afraid that brian is lost unless my parents have brian he's gone oh, oh I'm heartbroken <laughs> that's the saddest there's thing a difference between being lost and being a wall <laughs> Brian, Brian, is Brian let's be clear. From Brian left. Yeah. <laughs> I don't love you anymore. After a long history of abuse, Brian yeah. is gone. As Brian aged, he learned about consent laws, and he's like, forget it. <laughs> he's getting on. Brian is getting on with his life and putting you behind yeah. him. I'm seeing a Ted scenario here. <laughs> Ted two, but it's really Brian. Oh, but speaking of people to judge, though, Ted mm. rated R. Mm-hmm. You take your we children to oh, an already yeah. movie. Oh my God. God. Oh God. Oh, yes. 9 30 version, right? Or the 10 o'clock yeah. show. Oh, that's actually a really good side point. Like to me, you take your kid to any R rated movie. If they're like oh, 12 or God. under, I'm judging you. Yep. Or just like even the PG 13 ones, a lot of them are too yeah. loud. And I mean, I see people yeah. bring kids and little tiny kids into those. It's like, if it's a baby, you can kind of, like, okay, this baby is not going to watch the movie because this baby can barely make out shapes. Right. 
I still, you know, judge you a little bit for bringing a baby into a movie theater. However, at least I, you know, at least I don't think the baby's going to be scarred by the images on the screen. Whereas, you know, some, you know, like, like, uh, the X-Men movie where the, the coin goes through the guy's head. Oh, I think so it's a little, awesome. it's a little, it's great. It's a great movie. And, but I think you need to be a certain age before you're ready to see a coin pass through somebody's head. Spoiler and, alert. Yeah. Well, I didn't say who, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's batman spoiler. it's batman the coin goes through batman's gun do you judge um, other people's kids who reveal plot points to things your children haven't seen <laughs> uh no because i don't think kids can can contain themselves that way mm. i just mm. i mean it depends on the age but um you know, I, it's hard for kids to not blurt things out like that actually um, see, everything we're talking about just makes me hate people more. Because I hate, I hate when parents bring their kids to movies that the kids are too young for. But then I hate if, like, if I just hate seeing kids out if it's too late. Yeah, I have. Like, if too. you if you go anywhere, like if you're at a restaurant and it's ten o'clock and they're there with their eight or their seven year old, I'm like, what are you doing here at, with a seven year old at ten o'clock p.m.? Not acceptable to me. Yeah, if you're in Spain, that's okay. That's culturally acceptable. Yeah, I yeah, I don't have. I guess I don't have that problem. It gets, to me, it depends on the restaurant too. It's like we went to a really nice smoky. Well, it wasn't really smoky because you can't smoke, but I mean, it was like the kind of place that would have been full, filled with smoke like twenty years ago. Mental smoke steak place, and you know, there's people brought an unruly toddler in and sat down next to us at like you know nine o'clock at night. I'm like, we came here specifically to get rid. Get away from children. <laughs> and, and you have a kid, the age of our kid, right next to us at the table. Yeah. That there there should be uh I've I've seen actually like wedding invites, no children. You know, like yeah. we're we're getting married, no kids. I judge you for that too. <laughs> you you think you think if someone wants to have a different kind of wedding party that is No, I'm okay with it. Yeah. I'm okay with it, but I still judge you. Okay. I understand it, but I still, still judge yeah, it. Okay. That's because I kind of, I get that. I mean, I understand why you would want that. Uh, it, particularly from the culture I was raised in where there's 14,000 children with every family. And so you show up, you're bringing a posse. I mean, it's, it's not just you and your lady and maybe a kid or two. It's like, it's the Econoline 15 passenger unload. There's a lot of <laughs> 17 miles right there. So that's a lot of people, all of them under the age of 12. Everybody had a partridge. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, I get it. Right. I mean, I, I understand, but I'll, yeah, I, there may be some judgment. What? Okay. So people out late, people that bring noisy, impro- like uh, inappropriate, inappropriate product placement, inappropriate um, toddler placement. I don't know. What's, right. What do you want to call that? Where are they? Uh, the, the, I, I want to call it Horatio. Okay. All right then. But then the oh, other thing here. Strange. That this this is maybe the most controversial one mm-hmm. because I, I, I'm worried that Molt might do this. <laughs> but, but I I I, never, I try not to judge in the moment, but I I do judge if every time I'm hanging out with you, you pacify your kid by handing him or her your iPhone. Oh, oh God, yeah, I do that. <laughs> Guilty. I've been guilty of that. I have been guilty of that. I okay. I don't do it every time, but it's pretty close. Yeah, I like our sponsor this week because they should call this device the Argument Settler. <laughs> oh yeah, John. John, 
There is a mountain of data inside your car waiting to be unleashed. And all you have to do is plug in a quick little <laughs> connector. It, baby. Not my car. <laughs> my, my car is 20 years old, but still. <laughs> Automatic. The things that car has seen. <laughs> Automatic is your smart driving assistant. It helps you adjust your driving habits to save gas, remembers where you parked, and helps you decode and clear your car's check engine light. It can also detect many kinds of serious crashes, call for help, and alert loved ones without any expensive subscription fee. And importantly for our listeners, Automatic just launched a teen-targeted update to the app called License Plus. So here's, I have one of these. I have the Automatic link. You plug it into your car's data port. I didn't know my car had a data port, but it does. Every car made since like 19-something has one, so go get it. Like Model T, Model A. (laughs) Some horses have one of these ports. Like, they're ready. (laughs) You don't want to know where it is. Your your car and smartphone, I do it with an iPhone. Your car and iPhone, in my case, automatically connect whenever you drive every day wirelessly. It works via Bluetooth low energy. I don't even think about it. You pair it one time, and then it just works by itself. It works with the iPhone and Android. The device tracks where you're driving. It tracks how you're driving. It can give you warning sounds that you configure if you accelerate too hard, if you brake too hard, uh, if you go too speedily. And it, like I said, you know, it'll map everywhere you've been. It tells you what your gas mileage is like. And the idea is you can hopefully get better at driving, use less gas, spend less on gas, and then have all those bonus features like, why is my engine light on? Did I get in a crash? Text my loved ones, etc. And then so here's this cool thing, License Plus. It unites parents and teens in pursuit of better driving. So mm. it's, it's basically a coaching program. It's a 100-hour driving program. And it teaches, not straight. They don't drive 100 hours straight. It's already there oh. on the iPhone. It's coming soon to Android. Thank God. So teens track their own performance in this program. And then a coach, typically the parent, can review and discuss overall progress with the new driver. So the parent logs into this web portal. They can see what the teen's score is in driving, what the teen's progress is through the 100-hour program, look at events like hard brakes, hard accelerations, speeding, where they've been. Wow. You can even say, hey, every time you take this corner, uh, you get a hard break right before it, so you need to slow down, you know, half a block sooner, whatever it is. So it's pretty great for parents. The device is only 100 bucks, which is already cheap, but our listeners don't pay 100 bucks. They don't even pay 90 bucks. Guess what they pay? Rhymes with Schmady. Uh, 79.95. Pretty guess. close. That's right. So for about 80 bucks, <laughs> which rhymes with Schmady, <laughs> you can get this. So go to automatic.com slash TTCA. It stands for turning this car out. Automatic.com slash TTCA. You're going to get $20 off, no subscription fees, no anything. It works with, you know, it works with your smartphone. I have used one well before they were ever an advertiser, and I'm a big fan. And my average score is 100 because I'm an awesome driver. So chew on that. Automatic.com slash TTCA. Mm-mm. I had an idea about this, by the way. Mm-hmm. And first of all, thank you, Automatic. And also, second, what if you, like, you're a person who uses valets to park your car frequently, like you're going out to dinner? Oh, like the Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Yeah. And I was thinking about the 100 hours also. So there's food for thought. Also, Smoking the Bandit for uh, 100 hours of teen driving. So it's teen bootlegging, <laughs> with, but you can't go fast. So it's like a different whole scenario. It's like the, he has a kid. So it's basically, it's no, it's Sally Fields of Burt Reynolds' grandson. Boom. Done. Played well, by. Let's, uh, let's get that going. Me and you. Let's, let's uh, workshop that. Wait, did they actually have children? I don't believe so. But played um, by that uh, <laughs> that kid who played George Michael. What's his name? On, yes, Michael uh, Sarah. Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah. Oh, Michael Sarah. Perfect. Yeah. Oh my God. So yeah. Been uh, four. yeah. Are, are, are you watching everywhere I, I, I drive? That was my Michael. Sarah. <laughs> uh, what? Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Yeah. I, I'm, I don't judge you. I judge everybody else yeah. who does it. You, I understand. No, no, you can judge me. That's fine. It's fine. It's warranted. I, I will accept. I will accept said judgment. <laughs> I, I, I will. Based in your judgment. In defense, or not defense, but really, as my kids have gotten older, that has become less of a thing. I've, I've tr- not traveled to a restaurant or function with a device to pacify them. When they were three, yeah. Now five, no. So it also depends. It just depends a lot of it depends on the situation. I mean, a lot, a lot of times we'll go someplace where there's another thing to get their interest. Like there's a place where there's a popcorn machine and I can, you know, keep feeding him quarters so he can jump up and go get popcorn from the machine. And you mm. know, other, when there are other activities or if it's just like, if it's just three of us and we can, you know, we can talk about things that he's interested in, but if we're going out and it's like some other adult that we haven't seen for a while and we want to have a conversation about you know yes murder Mm -hmm. (laughs) murder most foul and uh yeah key parties definitely so many key parties Mm -hmm. just like yeah reminiscing about all the key parties we used to have Mm -hmm. yeah you don't want kids to hear about that it's inappropriate (laughs) so yeah no i know yeah i'm the worst i'm the worst we already decided that Okay, what about do you judge what other kids eat? Or what parents give their kids to for, yeah. for food? Like if you're out somewhere and you see like you know, the kids' heads tilted back and they're just pouring in the lemon heads or the whatever <laughs> the nerds <laughs> for dinner. Yeah. Nerds for dinner. Mm-hmm. I I I think I judge more how the food is or like what the policy is like if the kid's eating crappy sometimes my kids eat crappily too but if it's if the kid refuses to eat the vegetable or even just eat the freaking grilled cheese sandwich that's the healthiest meal on the dinner menu at the restaurant you're at and they won't eat it but they're like okay you can have the included dessert like you can have the ice cream but they didn't eat the sandwich i judge that yeah you gotta you got there's some hoops if you're not jumping through hoops you're judged right I, I never force kids to eat now that's my revised policy it wasn't mm. always the policy good that's good um, yeah but you you know if but you, you don't a, eat you have to make a choice thing, you don't get the dessert yes. yeah yes yeah. right well you know we hardly ever have that problem usually when we go out he just stuffs himself silly um <laughs> that's good and i find there's like there's enough of a i don't feel like i've run into that too much because there's enough of a difference in like like he doesn't we hardly ever let him get chocolate milk and we usually try and restrict sodas we'd rather get have him get juice instead of sodas even though there's plenty of sugar in that but at least he's feel like he's getting some vitamins or something like that so so but he still doesn't but he's not like he he does not go through an entire salad (laughs) you know i mean he might have a couple of bites of lettuce or something or he might just have oh he's there's lettuce on the burger he's having (laughs) you know it's funny as a parent you you get really good at ingredient identification (laughs) Well, there's <laughs> tomato sauce and there's cheese. That's, Catch- you know. Ronald Reagan said ketchup was a vegetable, yeah, right? Right. That's food. <laughs> um, we definitely have. Uh, we we definitely have uh, made, poisoned our children against soda. Like they will not take soda <laughs> if offered. Wow! Uh, it was all my wife who did it um, because she has decided that all soda causes cancer. Um, okay. So my kids have never had it. What it's not wrong. You? Aren't you a Diet Coke person? Oh, yeah. I 
so I tell them that I disagree and that I'm a grown up. Mm-hmm. And but they think hypocrites, they hypocrites, are. hypocrites are people I judge as well. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't poison them. my wife. Poisoned them. <laughs> Under your breath, are you cursing like you take a sip of diet coke? Right, I mean, do you, or, or are you? I take what I do is I, I down the entire can of diet coke in one gulp. Mm-hmm. And I say <laughs> it's worth the cancer, and then I belch as long as I can. And do you crush the can and throw it down on the floor? I crush the can against one of my children's heads and then I throw it on the floor and say, "I'll recycle that." <clears throat> the weak one, the How? one that the one that I deem as being weak presently. <laughs> How calloused are your knuckles from dragging on the floor? <laughs> I'm the worst. Mm-hmm. I'm the worst. No, well, John, are you a, you're probably not a soda guy. Uh, well, here's the thing. I have allowed soda. I've said no cola and no Mountain Dew. So wow. I didn't say no What an jolt. interesting distinction. Well, see, like, this is... Because of, have, the ca- because of the caffeine? I have a highly... Uh, I, there's no black or white for me. It's just all like a 32-bit grayscale <laughs> ramp gradient. <laughs> so I've got very finite, you know, delineations, right, for ages. So until they're 12, no no cola has basically been the rule. I don't think that's been honored by their cousins or aunts and uncles um, on both sides. Uh, however, um, if you give them, say you say, okay, here, have a have a Sprite. They will never finish that can of Sprite. Then they'll want their own too. They'll be like, "Oh, I want my own." Oh yeah. And so you, know, you got it right. Right. Yeah, we go through that. And they won't finish it. So about the junior cans, they won't even finish that. And it's really <laughs> weird. I don't get that. Like when I was a kid, soda, man, yep. you know, down. And I will say this too. I'm of the age where, when I could afford soda, it was usually the six and a half ounce Coke bottle or the 12 ounce bottle and those were cheap and now that's like you can get a 12 ounce can but my kids won't drink anyway what i'm what i'm getting at is they don't drink a lot of soda when we go out to eat and there's a fountain situation usually it's lemonade or if we're really lucky fresh lemonade and um i'm sure there's way more sugar in that than there is in whatever evil you know soda but yeah, I mean, I drink, I actually tried to cut down on my, um, soda drinking personally. However, yeah, me too. you know what I slip sometimes. It's very hard. Right. Yeah. We don't ever have it in the house. And when we have a party thing, we have it in the house. And then it's like, all I can think about is party. Like, oh my God. There's diet. No, no. It's like, there's diet Coke and there's like two bottles left over and she's like, save them for the next party. And I'm like, no, I, I cannot. I, cannot. <laughs> I try not to get it at restaurants, but if you go to the restaurant, and you order the water, and the water tastes like donkey dick. Yeah. It's like, no, I have got to switch. What in the hell <laughs> restaurant are you going to where the I water... So many restaurants have shitty Donkey water. dick. I don't uh, know what the problem is. Is this where the bottle t- situation comes in? You're like, I would like this particular brand of bottle. No, I found... I, I know, I agree. I found that to be true. Occasionally, yeah, I I, I'll occasionally get a soda out, but we don't... Um, the only thing that we have in the house is, um, for the most part, is like mixers for drinks <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we so have, that's the only like like ginger ale i think was, we have some roses roses um, lime juice we have uh, water and that's pretty much it i guess we also yeah. have beer and milk <laughs> here's a stella seven-year-old <laughs> i'll have that instead um so uh the other judgy thing i was thinking of is um 
people who don't behave well in front of their children. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. That's Parents good one. who don't behave well in front of their children. Now, we said we were in Philadelphia one time. We, we were like walking around and there was a guy. There was like a car that came through the intersection like a little too close to turn and when people were crossing and the guy was there, this guy was there with his kids and he and he just screamed at the guy, watch where you're fucking driving, asshole. <laughs> and, and maybe that's just, that's Philadelphia. So, you know, yeah. maybe that's actually, maybe I'm not as attuned to the culture. Um, <laughs> I think you could yell that with, without being, without coming off as like, as angry as you, mm-hmm. as it seems like you could still use the swear words and be a little more cheerful. But um <laughs> But then the other thing hey, I saw, yeah, I saw the other night was apparently there are all these, I, I guess this is at the, the Cardinals Giants game games that are going on. I'm not exactly sure where it is. It's someplace in St. Louis where there are Ferguson protests going on and people going into the games are like screaming at the protesters. Um, and like some guy, apparently some guy was like about to take a swing at somebody you know, one of the protesters and, and like in front of his children and the, 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 like the journalist who was tweeting about it was saying that the children were visibly frightened. (laughs) So this guy was so enraged by these people who were there protesting police, having shot an unarmed man (laughs) that he was willing to scare the living crap out of his children to scream at them. Wow. Um, I, I judge that. I'm judging right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, judging so right now. I'm judging that a bit. Mm-hmm. So another thing I judge, if we're going to talk about the parents' behavior, if you if you smoke and, you're, and you have kids, mm-hmm. I judge that too. That's mm-hmm. just nasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if you smoke outside there, like within a 50-foot radius? Still nasty. Okay. Like I judge you less, but I'm still I think judging. that's okay. Well, yeah, I mean, I, would ju- I judge you personally for smoking cigarettes, but I don't judge you for harming your children. <laughs> or less, less for harming that. the children. That's fine. <laughs> no, I mean, if you're smoking it outside, you're still setting a bad example. Yeah, of you're course. setting a terrible example. Okay, what about e-cigarettes? Same judging. <laughs> you're, 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 asking your, you're asking your children to grow up being douchebags. <laughs> Son of a douche. Um, okay. No, I, I, I don't smoke. I don't anymore. Chew, and like, I don't yeah. go with the girls that do. Mm-hmm. Well, she smokes, she pokes, so. You're set. Um, <laughs> so I'm learning so much. When is that not true? Right. Yeah. Uh, so here's one parent behavior. If like, so, you know, I was raised Mormon, no drinking. So the alcohol learning about alcohol was all done, uh, on the sly and in secret times. Yeah. Street. So, but there are families who <laughs> gradually introduce their kids to alcohol. And oh, yeah. there's different techniques, but, um, the first time I saw this, uh, someone was like, you can have a taste. I'm not going to name who I've seen this. And it's, it's not just like one person. I've seen this a lot. So it's not, if you're out there, person who thinks it's you, it, it is, but there's been not just you, there's much more. So, um, they'll let their kids drink. Like if they're, if the kid is like whatever, eight or something and my f- computer just went to sleep alone. Okay. Sorry. Nice. We're gonna we're gonna segue that shit in and yeah. Um point is this parents who let their underage kids taste alcohol at what I think is an inappropriate age. For not outside of religious purposes or so all of outside of religious all of France. 
Well, could be, or it could be the Midwest too. I mean, I've heard stories about 13 year olds getting beers at bars, but in yeah. uh, ordering from the bartender. Um, but it's more like a casual environment and Hey, you just have a sip or whatever. I've been super judgy about that. And I'm, I'm kind of trying to revise that because I, I, I think, I don't know, like I'm, I'm because I didn't have experience with my family and alcohol. I had my friends, but I never saw that transition. I never saw them because in the society it was, it was very Mormon centric. So they were also hiding their stuff. Their families were so weird. And, but I've been judgy about that, but I'm trying not to be. Yeah. Is that yeah. a thing for you guys? I'm trying to remember what, I don't know. Like my parents thought <laughs> we haven't really picked what we're going to do so far. We basically said you can't drink until you're 21. And my parents' attitude, I think was it's better that you learn how to drink at home than learning how to drink driving around on the main streets. I don't oh. think, I don't think that really works that well. <laughs> <laughs> learning how to drink at home based on, based on my history. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> Well, no, you uh, learned really well. Uh, yeah, I, got, I don't know. I don't know what I, I'm not sure exactly what I learned. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I really learned enough until, until I was basically, you know, halfway through college. And I, you know, I came up when, you know, you could drink when you were 18. Yeah. So like I could drink my, most of my last year in high school. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, I had a friend growing up whose house we would often go to for drinking because his parents let us drink in their house. Um, and while I appreciated it, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> although actually I was, I, I typically well, I would like drink to thank him right now. At that point. Um, I, I didn't start drinking until uh, I was in 11th grade. Um, but I don't know. I judged them then as a kid, like, boy, you guys are fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> and I still think so. Mm. So by default, you're then saying that Moltz is also. <laughs> well, no, Moltz said, Moltz said that the boy can't drink till he's 21. No, I'm saying Moltz's parents. You're judging. Oh yeah. Moltz's parents. Oh sure. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, well I already knew they were crazy. Okay. <laughs> After the whole Elmo costume. Thing, of course. <laughs> Wait, Wait, that was Lex, not my parents. Well, just to be clear, but he got close enough to your parents to really see something. I mean, I know <laughs> that never happened. We talked about that okay. happening, but okay. it never happened. All right, I'm going to need to go talk to yeah. my physician about my meds then, because I've got a <laughs> He never showed up at my house in an Elmo costume, and my parents' house. Oh, so yeah. much. As much that. as we all, everybody wanted that to happen, it never did. Okay. As far as I know, unless he went when I wasn't there. I feel like I judge parents for way more things though. Oh yeah. Here's a good one. The, I can't say who it is because there's a chance that they would listen, but other people I know mm -hmm. who live very, very geographically close to me. Okay. Mm -hmm. My next door neighbors, they mm -hmm. like to the mom and that family. It's a great family. Nice people. Uh, very staunchly conservative though, but they, uh, the mom has sort of trained their kids to be overly nervous. Um, especially about school. 
So like the kids are just on the on mornings before the school day starts when they're getting ready for the bus, she just helps them work themselves into a tizzy being nervous <laughs> about tests and things. And uh, I don't love that. So over I, I can't see how that could go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> What's the downside, Lex? But she lets herself get so worked up and then uh and then she so that of course gets the kids all worked up and mm. then it's it's bad. It's not good. That's why it's bad. I'm trying to picture uh, how that's happening uh, in public. Like, oh, so it's like let's review for the test. Mm-hmm. Like, remember, it's uh, let's go over everything again. But it's like let's do it in the two minutes before the bus comes. And uh, so, like, like uh, this question, this question, this question, this question. And so, I don't know. It doesn't help. They just get more and more nervous. See, I, I've done that to be jokey, not to be serious. I've done that to try to alleviate the pressure. You know, by asking, yeah. you know, I'll answer one, I'll ask one question thinking that I'm going to be like Insta quiz. And then like, I'll ask a completely silly question to say, yo, just calm down. It's going to be okay. Right. <laughs> Before my, the, when the bus is pulling up, when it's at the previous stop, I always give each of my daughters what I want them to learn about that day. Mm. And it's always just nonsense. Like it's typically a, a president and some two weird concepts. Like today in school, I want you to learn about Harry Truman um, prime numbers and the Dewey decimal system. And they'll be like, we don't get to pick what we learn about. And I do it every day. And now they ask me, like, I would love to just let the joke die. Cause I did it probably 50 times over the past two school years, but now it's every day. We got, Oh do it. man, that's pressure. Talk about anxiety. Yeah. Oh, it's always improv though. Mm. That's good. So, keeps you sharp, right? Lex. It keeps me really sharp. <laughs> he seemed really sharp right there. Yeah. That was super sharp. <laughs> It keeps me uh, sharp. Going back to the liquor thing, I might most of my um, most of my cons- most of my concern is around driving. Yeah. Um. Not so much. Minecraft. I don't know. Drunken not so Minecraft. much. Yes. No. Less. Less so. Minecraft. Much less so. Drunken Minecraft. Because that's super fun. Mm-hmm. Um. Waking up the next day and seeing what you made in Minecraft the night before. Oh my god, it's so good. Um. But it's it's just it's the it's this country and driving and. Mm. You know, if like we had super good public transportation, we'd, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have that problem. So anyway. Uh, speaking as a tourist in Amsterdam, the, the, they have stellar public transportation. And I'm not sure that that made a difference. Like the drunken English people were horrible on the, on the trams and stuff. It was terrible. Oh, well, drunken, drunken English people are horrible. Just period. I'm ashamed for my people because I came from that area. <laughs> so I issue an apology. No reparations <laughs> to, all of, Amst- to yeah. all of Amsterdam, to all of Amsterdam, Amsterdam, and the world. Oh wow! Yeah, sorry, world Good for you for our <laughs> people to drink and yell and scream and urinate everywhere, <clears throat> including public <laughs> transportation. Yeah, that isn't that our thing, isn't like I mean the ugly, you know the ugly American is a supposedly phrase yeah. for phrase for a reason. We should I, uh, we should sue for uh, something. Uh, what a copyright info. Yeah, trademark. Trademark. The, the ugly tourist is America, right. man. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Get off our turf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. only I know. I mean, I, we know people. We know people whose parents grew up smoking pot with them. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah. Or I mean, you know, they grew up smoking pot with their parents. That to me, I mean, even though it's legal here now, <laughs> <laughs> that's not going to happen. Is it really legal though? <laughs> I mean, is it like full yeah. on legal? Yeah, it's full on legal. I mean, although the the trade—I don't know what the situation with the with the trade of it is—because for a while you could only like 
Like you could grow a certain amount yourself and you could give it to people. Like it was fine if you gave it and it was okay if you bartered it, but you couldn't sell it. And I think that's changed now. Mm. I think maybe that was like a, like a one year moratorium or something like that. I don't know. I don't even know because they, they're now, I mean, we're now like dealing with this whole thing of pot businesses and, um, some cities saying we don't have any pot businesses in our city and whether or not that's okay with the state constitution, since it's now constitutional that you can smoke pot and well, et cetera. If I, if I live there and I was creating a pot dispensary, so it's very unlikely that this would ever happen since those <laughs> seems, yeah, that seems like, a little far fetched already. I would want to call it like, uh, I, I would call my shop, uh, the black kettle. And that would be, that would be what I would call it. That sounds. That seems like overly Harry Potter. That seems too. Yeah. Right. And or like uh, you've gone. Uh, would you wear? Would you wear like a robe? Would you wear a robe? In the, no, it's in a, the, it's because like the 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 pot calling the kettle black. Mm, so like, oh my god! To that, that's what oh, we're yeah. not sure. Too subtle. The, you might want to. Oh. You might want to. Yeah, that's a little. That's a little, bit, a little subtle. All right. I'm going to keep <laughs> focusing on our other idea. <laughs> Maybe if there was like a you had a picture of a pot and a kettle on the on the sign. What if they were animated or obvious. cartoon characters? Yes. What if you pot dressed up kettle. like <laughs> oh, like, like Polly the Pot or mm-hmm. something? Yeah, and Kevin like the Kettle. <laughs> yes, and it'd be great. I think that's a great marketing plan. I think we really accomplished a lot here. Just name the store the Marijuana Calling the Kettle Black. <laughs> now, I will say, bro, with my really my, just ruin it with my with my judging of parents who smoke. I. uh I don't like. I don't let my kids say things about other people, right? If they have questions, or whatever, they're supposed to talk to me quietly and whatever. We discuss. If they're curious, if they don't like what somebody's doing, they can talk to me about it. But when we walk, when we walk by smokers outside, and they're like, oh, "Yo, yeah. that person's smoking. It's disgusting." I just let them rip with it as loud as they want. Oh, really? <laughs> What's the smoker gonna do? You know, there's gonna be a, a smokers uprising at some point. Smokers' right. rights. Bring it. Oh. I can outrun them. <laughs> <laughs> not if you're visiting your own pot store and you're fake three ways to jesus they'll they'll merge with gamergate and uh <laughs> <laughs> make everything Mogragazi. right with the world <laughs> bring back smoking to restaurants man go uh, like i think in japan it's still you can still smoke in restaurants and I, I remember like the last time I was there just being inundated with, with smoke and, and your to- your tolerance goes down. Yeah. Cause it used to be, I mean, you used to go to bars where there was smoke and not really notice it that much. And yeah, you kind of smell it the next day, but you can't even trust me. You can't even do that anymore. No. Once you've, it once just, you've it's your, your, yeah. I mean, your sinuses will start seizing up. It's bad news. So Lex, I think you're gonna have to put the kibosh on the, uh, the whole kettle pot black. All right. I'll, I'll keep, I'll keep thinking <laughs> this, about it. This imaginary business has failed before it started. Yeah. I have really good ideas for my cocaine store though. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> new, new Coke. I'm going to call it 2020. And you, <laughs> yeah. New, new Coke. And you. New, yeah. new Coke. <laughs> There's no Pepsi challenge. Have we done it. enough judging? Yeah. I think we've done a lot of judging today. 
that's good. I feel it feels good to get that out of get the system. Right? Now we've purged yeah. it. We can now we can just move on. We can move on. Honestly, to a I feel place. like I've barely scratched the surface of. All yeah, the me too. Me too. I know. I think I think I got a lot more judging to, to do. <laughs> We need to it's good that we, we we judge on a regular basis anyway. So right, it's an ongoing kind of judging yeah, situation. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so tune in next week for more judging yeah. <laughs> and more coke. I, I, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. some blow. <laughs> Judgment and blow. We're changing the name of the podcast. <laughs> that sounds like a terrible eighties cop show. <laughs> Judgment and blow. <laughs> <laughs> they live in a houseboat. <laughs> <laughs>